Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman podcast. I am your host, Natalie Warren. I'm delighted to see that you are here today, whatever time of day or year it is for you. You are at this space at the right time to really grow, heal, and change and be the best version of yourself and do that thing that you know you were created to do. Today's episode, we're going to really dive deeper into your thoughts, the things that I know are actually impacting every area of your life. And what we don't know about our thoughts is that they are very automatic most of our day and that we typically have the same thoughts every day. So you end up having about 65,000 thoughts a day. And of the 65,000 thoughts a day, 90% of those thoughts are thoughts that you had yesterday. And watch this, of those 65,000 thoughts, 75% of them are negative. So when you tell yourself you don't have time to think or you have too many other things to do than to think, I want you to stop and tell yourself, I have to create the space and the time to really be aware of my thought patterns and my beliefs. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So as we're going through this particular podcast, I don't want you to get caught up in thinking the things that this is bad. I'm a horrible person. Why do I think this way all the time? I don't want you to do that or to say, I have so much work to do. I want you to be present in the moment and just become aware of it. Because when you have this ability to know the core belief systems that you carry, you then have the power to change it. And that's where your power lies. So what do we mean when I say core beliefs? These are common core beliefs. These are just a system of beliefs that are based off of about six different areas. And all of the beliefs around them will sound very much the same or similar because the core beliefs are going to be the same. So I always operate from a system that you are not broken, that there is nothing wrong with you. But if we are aware of the things that are impacting us, these are the things that we change. But the core of who you are, you're perfect, complete, and lacking nothing. So we're not changing that. But I'm bringing attention to these things that could be impacting you. One of them is this definitely belief, a core belief that I am unlovable, that I am unlovable. And you may start to say, well, Natalie, what does that sound like? What are the thoughts that I need to be aware of? And one of those thoughts is I don't matter. We may say that to ourselves or we may think that, right? That I don't matter. My needs don't matter. What I want doesn't matter. That I am unwanted that I don't fit in anywhere. 
that it seems like I can't find the space that I fit in or I feel welcomed in. These are some of the core beliefs that go with the underlining belief, I am unlovable. And what I want you to know in this moment that you are lovable, that you are loved and you are lovable no matter what, unconditionally. It's not something that you have to earn. It is a birthright of who you are. Another one, another core belief area that we want to look at is responsibility. So in that particular area, you might have thoughts like, I can't trust others. I can fix people. I can't ask for help. I can make other people happy, but maybe I am not happy. Everything is my fault. So thinking about in your life, do those thoughts come up for you? And they sometimes can be very subtle. They can hide under other things. It may even sound really good to say that I am here to help and help other people and fix them or rescue them. But that comes from a core belief that it's your responsibility to do that. Here's another one that I am helpless. This is a core belief, but here's what the thoughts may sound like. The thoughts may sound like I am weak or I am unsuccessful. I am out of control, that things are too much. I can't handle them. I can't change things. These are thoughts and beliefs that are attached to a core belief that I am helpless. If you see yourself again in any of these, remember to not judge yourself, not beat yourself up. We're bringing awareness so we can bring change. Another core belief that we want to be aware of is abandonment. Abandonment, where there are thoughts that I can't be happy on my own. So I feel like I have to be with someone. I am unimportant. My my needs are unimportant. My, My wants are unimportant. I am unimportant. Another one is that people I love will leave me. And sometimes this may come up in success where you think if I do this thing and it becomes successful, people I love will leave me. They won't like me is another way of saying that belief. Or people will leave if I set boundaries. So then you become afraid of setting boundaries, thinking that you will lose people, especially those that you care about. Another belief, a core belief we want to be aware of is the belief of entitlement. You may be thinking, Natalie, what does that sound like? It may look like you have beliefs that I can do no wrong or I must be respected or I can't take it. Either you're going to respect me or else. That maybe somehow I am entitled to some special treatment. Maybe I've earned it. I've helped other people. I've been there for them. Or if I don't excel, I am worthless. So if I'm not successful, if I'm not doing well, if I'm not overextending, then I am worthless. And then this last one, as we look at some of these core beliefs, and then we're going to talk more about them, is that this idea of defensiveness. What does that sound like when we think about thoughts or behaviors? 
it's uh, I'm sorry, defectiveness. I said that incorrectly. Defectiveness is this idea that something is wrong with me. And that certainly has been one of my core beliefs that I have had to work on in my own life and be mindful of how it shows up because it may thank you, make you think that you're incapable, that you're unattractive, that you're doing things wrong, that you're insignificant, that you are a failure. In your life, I want you to see how these core beliefs, these common core beliefs, you notice I wanted to add the word common because this is a challenge that many people have. But when we have these particular core beliefs, it impacts everything about how we see ourselves, how we see others, how we see the world. It impacts whether we show up in a full powerful self. We, if you've been on my podcast, I love talking about your most powerful, confident self. It impacts how we are in relationships, how we are setting healthy boundaries. All of these things are so important. So I wanted to talk about how do I identify a core belief? And you may be thinking, Natalie, how do I do that? And there's a technique, it's called laddering. What laddering is, is where you may take an automatic thought. So one of those things that just pops into your head and you start to question the meaning of it and you keep questioning it until you find the core belief. Okay, so let's work together. And as we're doing this, I want you to start seeing what comes up for you. So let's imagine that your core belief is I have no self-control. And this is something you tell yourself, like when you're thinking about eating, you're thinking about working on that project or working on your dream or your vision. And you're like, I just have no self-control. I just cannot do that. So let's ask some questions to see if we can find out what's the core belief. The thing would be, what if I have no self-control? What does that mean? If you listen to that, it may mean that I'll never get anything done. And then you start to say, well, what if I get nothing done? What does that mean? And in that, it starts to say, you know what? I've wasted my life. People often have those thoughts. I'm just wasting my life. I'm wasting time. So what would it mean if I waste my life? What does that mean? And it would mean I have no purpose. And you question that. So what does it mean if I serve no purpose? I have no purpose. It means I I don't exist. And then you question that. Well, what does it mean if I don't exist? And it means I am worthless. So going through this laddering process, we start to see that that is the underlining belief that I am worthless, which falls into that category of defectiveness. And when the mind starts telling you that you don't have self-control, It is really a belief that is trying to work you up so it will stop you from challenging it. But what I love about our thoughts is that they are thoughts. And if we slowed down and if we were more mindful in our walk and in our day, you could slow down that thought enough for you to be able to change it, to be able to challenge it. Because that core belief could also lead to other beliefs. And this is why we find ourselves in such times where we feel stuck, we feel uncertain, we feel afraid, we feel embarrassed or ashamed because one belief could then be tied to others. And so if I am worthless, what would that mean? It would mean I don't deserve good things. And maybe you wouldn't even try for something that would bring you pleasure or joy. 
because I feel like I'm not even worth it. Or maybe it would feel like you would start to think that other people will judge you, that they somehow will see that you are not worthless, that you are worthless, and that could impact it. It could show up in a relationship where your your significant other may do something nice for you and you would express gratitude. And instead of doing that, you would start to feel guilty. Or maybe you would be so afraid of failing that you would procrastinate or get stuck on perfectionism or self-sabotage. These are so important because that one core belief could impact other things that you would do. So then you might start to say to yourself, Natalie, what do I do with this? What do I do with these automatic thoughts that pop up into my head, that impact my ability, that cause me to feel a certain way about myself? What do I do about them? What I love doing when I'm teaching a woman about her mindset and her thoughts and these limiting beliefs, these core beliefs, I help her to see that, you know what, the first step to any change is that we first have to accept it. We have to accept that there is a belief and sometimes it's not even something that we've done. It's by an earlier experience in our life. It's sometimes just the way the brain works that it tends to focus on this. But I can accept that because core beliefs were formed around some emotions that perhaps in your life happened. Maybe there was something that uncomfortable may have happened in your life. And these belief systems were established ultimately to protect you. Now, it doesn't feel like protection. I totally get it. It's this twisted, uh, adaptive way that the brain works. But once you are in a place of accepting it, then you get to decide. And here is what I love about your power. You get to decide whether you want to continue to believe that or not. And that is where you can choose to create a new thought, to create a new belief. Now, I don't believe that you try to just throw it out the window and say it never exists because that maybe for you, it's been a long time that you felt worthless or you felt insignificant or you felt incapable. But you also can start to entertain a new thought. And picking out that new thought, you could say, I am blank instead of blank. So that old thought that told you that you were worthless, you may begin to entertain a new possibility that I am worthy unconditionally, no matter what, instead of I am worthless. I am the new belief and acknowledging the old one instead of the old belief. Now, this will take time and it certainly will take practice. Well, what we know about the brain is that the brain is changeable, that we can rewire our brains. It's called neuroplasticity. What a beautiful concept that you can rewire the brain with practice, with continuing consistent behaviors. And so your brain with that will begin to register something different and ultimately give you a different emotion and a different response. So with your new core belief, you start to establish some new rules. Maybe your new belief is that I am worthy unconditionally no matter what. Maybe your new belief is I am capable. 
And in you establishing a new belief, the automatic thought doesn't have as much power. It will obviously try to see if it's true, that thought is true. It may even challenge you with the new thought. And that's okay. That's okay. We can embrace that as a possibility of what could show up. But what we do know is that perception is a choice, which is why two people can go to the same movie, come out with two different perspectives of that same movie, because perception is a choice. And just because you've seen something in a set way before doesn't mean you have to stay stuck in that way. This is good news for you. So if you find yourself reacting in the old fashion, what I want you to do is just to be mindful of it. Observe the thought. This is interesting that I am thinking the thought that I am worthless. That at this moment, while I'm working on this particular thing, I am aware that I am feeling like I have no self-control, that I feel like I am not having a purpose right now. In becoming mindful, you are just observing it in the moment without judging it. Because this is the new way of you dealing with an old core belief, unlike before where you just would have said it or felt it and believed it. And so being able to be mindful is a great strategy to changing what's happening. And if you're able, I would challenge you even to write it down. Explore the belief. Go through the laddering process of where you start to question, what does it mean? If I have this thought, what does it mean? Because if you were able to embrace new thoughts, if you were able to believe that you are worthy, that you are capable, that you are healthy, that you are safe, What would life be like for you? How would you show up differently in the world? And I'm giving you a moment to think about that. I will say, as you are challenging beliefs, sometimes they don't like to be challenged. And I want you to know that change can sometimes be uncomfortable. Especially when you have been dealing with something for a very long time. I know that. But if we can sit sometimes with that uncomfortable feeling, knowing that it will benefit you in the long run, this also can teach you another valuable lesson in life, which is I can handle discomfort. I know we tell ourselves that I don't want to do it if it's uncomfortable. We may even look at something and think in our minds that looks uncomfortable. I'm not going to do it. But what we also know about discomfort is that discomfort is often the place of growth. And if we power through it, you will see it was so worth it that you may even tell yourself, I don't even know why I was afraid of doing that. And all of this, it's really our inner child, which we all have an inner child. It's the part of us oftentimes that may have been suppressed or wounded Some of the times it's the place of our greatest fears or even our deepest desires. But oftentimes that inner child in us wants to protect us from feelings that we think are uncomfortable or have been uncomfortable. And we as the adult woman 
can help our inner child to be protected and loved and taken care of. So rewiring our brains and being aware of these core thoughts and establishing new ones can be a frustrating part. It can be challenging, but it also can be very, very rewarding. So in your time, what I want you to do, what I want you to think about is what are some of those automatic thoughts? What are those triggers of core beliefs for you? What if you were to challenge them? What if you were to come up with new perspectives? How might you show up differently in the world as your most powerful, confident self? And what things would you be doing that you currently aren't doing, but you know you want to do? How could you welcome more love? How could you welcome more joy, more happiness, more abundance and peace into your life? I believe that's the whole woman that you are and have always been. And she's ready to come forth in your life. And I want to see it happen for you. I am so glad that you've joined us for today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman and that you are taking what you've heard in this moment and taking action to be the best version of yourself and to do that thing that you were created to do. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at www.awaken2power.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman.